Hey, it's Kelly Henderson. Thanks for checking out the Bobby Bone Show replay podcast. This is a preview of my podcast, Velvet's Edge with Kelly Henderson. I have worked as a stylist and hair and makeup artist in the country music industry for over 12 years, so my business is beauty. But this podcast allows me to take a deeper look at not only external beauty, but also beauty on a greater scale, which I think comes ultimately from the inside. I like conversations that will stretch and challenge me, so some topics can include hard conversations like racism or spirituality, while others in the At Casual series may include uncomfortable yet laughable topics about sex and dating. Obviously, because I am in Nashville and I work in the country music industry, you will also find conversations with some of country music's biggest stars and their wives, such as Jason Aldean and Dirks Bentley. In fact, in this episode, you will hear a conversation I had with one of my best friends, Cassidy Bentley, who is the wife of Dirks. I called Cass to talk about a topic that I've been circling around lately about teaching young girls about beauty. I am currently in a relationship with a man with two young daughters, and those relationships have really made me question some of the external beauty rituals that I indulge in, like hair extensions or lashes, and just the kind of messages that's sending to them about beauty. I look at them and I just want them to feel beautiful as they are, so I just started bumping up against a lot of mixed feelings about what kind of programming was in me and why I do the things that I do beauty-wise. As a person in the business of beauty, it really stopped me in my tracks. Cassidy helps me to navigate through some of these questions and find some middle ground, as well as gives great resources on how to talk to young girls about this very topic. I hope you guys enjoy listening. You can subscribe to Velvet's Edge on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Okay, so this whole thing happened. I'll just tell you the story about what happened and why you popped into my head with this whole thing. But so we we were at um, my boyfriend's house and I was watching a movie with him and his two daughters and like we were just kind of cuddled on the couch and you know I do their hair all the time obviously because that's what I do for a living totally lucky girls yeah (laughs) (laughs) so but that's kind of their new thing with me is they're like oh can we braid your hair like can we you know play with your hair because they just think it's fun and so the older one started to mess with my hair and she puts her hand in my head and she's like what is that because I have hair extensions and right. literally I'm thinking about her. I mean, she's eight. She's probably like, Oh my God, she's an alien. I knew it. You know, <laughs> like this is so right. weird. And I just, right. I didn't even, I kind of froze. I was like, um, it's hair extensions. And she's like, well, what are they? Why do you have them? What do they do? And I literally did not know how to answer. And so, right. and it kind of made me sad too, because I was thinking to myself, what am I going to tell her? Like I have these because they make my hair thicker and because they make me feel better about myself when I want her to just look in the mirror and feel so beautiful exactly the way she is, you know? Totally. So it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. It honestly was. I felt so backed into a corner too, because I've never experienced that. And I was like, ah, I don't want to even tell her, you know, I didn't want to answer. Right. So it and made, you feel like you you encounter these moments where it's like, okay, this is kind of important. It's very important, right? And I, I have like moments like that with my girls too, where I'm like kind of stunned in the moment. Yeah. Realizing like how I answer this question is important, you know? Yeah. Um, like I remember when um, Evie was like, she was little, like she was like, we were at a pool somewhere probably on the road swimming. And I remember, like, she was in the bathroom, 
and um, I mean, she couldn't have been like she was like seven. She okay. Was like, I think my legs are fat. You know, and she looks at me. Oh my god! And I'm like, and it was one of those moments where I just like froze in my mind because of course I'm like, oh oh my god, you know her right. body image and her yeah. And then, but at the same time, like I had to really like stop and read the moment, you know. And she, I was like, she's testing me right now, you know. How do you mean? She's throwing out this word that to yeah. see what I say and what my reaction is, you know, and if I overreact and, oh, no, what are you talking about? No, you're not, you know? Yeah. It's like, but, I, you know, it's, it's just so difficult. And I honestly don't even remember what I said. <laughs> but I think I said, like, well, I don't, I don't see, I don't see that, you know, and I, yeah. I just actually kind of brushed it off. I didn't go there with her because I didn't feel, I felt like it was a little bit of a test. And she maybe heard that word. Yeah. Well, and was that's... kind of applying it to herself rather than like really struggling with her body. Like, she was really even knowing. And like a tiny little girl. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I definitely have those moments. And I mean, from the very beginning, like when I found out I was going to have girls, just knowing that I was going to have daughters was a trigger for me, you know, really? because I feel like I've always known, um, like I've always dreaded this moment where they turn on themselves yeah you know this yeah. this period in their life like i remember reading this book called it's an old book called reviving ophelia okay and it's about what happens to like adolescent girls and i mean i didn't even have daughters i don't know why i was reading this just interest in psychology or whatever probably for myself yeah but like that something happens where girls you see them on the playground and they're running wild and they're dirty and you know they're just like they're fully like authentic selves and they, something happens where they go from being like the subject of their own life to being the object of like culture's gaze, oh, you know, me sick and my other stomach. people's gaze. Yeah. yeah. And then there's this loss of that, like freedom and authenticity. I mean, there doesn't have to be, but it does happen, you know? And, yeah. and I think part of that is just developmental, do you know what I mean? Like, yes, you have to. That is part of growing up is understanding how you are perceived in the world. But I mean, that book was like old. So now I'm imagining like social media mm-hmm. and things like that, that I'm thinking that happens a lot earlier. It must, right. you know. Well, I mean, think about um, it. I mean, Evie was seven in the story you're describing and the fact that she even knew the word fat. I think that's what I've started to even think about is what what are we teaching them at such a young age or how is this even on their radar? You know, and I don't even, I don't want to participate in that. Right. By, but yet like we all are because like, of this course. is our culture. Right. right? Like, so yeah, I also felt like, you know, like thinking about teaching them to love themselves and to mm-hmm. like accept themselves. Like one of the biggest obstacles is like my own conditioning. Right. And my own sense that like I've, you know, kind of felt like I was, I've been like poisoned a little bit, you know, in that I'm just this idea of like beauty and just generally never being, having to be better, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or not being quite good enough or it's just a vague, do you know what I'm talking about? Totally that insecurity that we all have. Yes, exactly. And so it's like, I have that poisoning. And so, <laughs> I, you know, this is the world we live in mm-hmm. um, where people are, this is how we look. And these are the beauty rituals we all participate. And th- there is this 
conditioning that's happening to them every single day from like no one more than the people they're intimate with. Right. um, So for me, I've been trying to like balance that out. Like, even though I know I'm kind of poisoned, I also fight against that. There's a different voice in my head. You know what I mean? And I examine it. And I, I mean, I, I, so with the girls, I try and talk to them about it. And I will say like, the world is going to try and make you feel like you're not enough, that you have to look this way or that way. And you have to protect yourself. And like, I'll even say it, like you got to get your boxing mm-hmm. gloves on, mm-hmm. you know, that doesn't mean that you can't wear, have fun with makeup, you know, I mean, there's, there's the energy that you approach things with, you know, like you're, you're in, you have fun with beauty, right? Well, it's my business. It's this your is, business. This it's your is, job. This is but, why I'm so confused. But you do it because you enjoy it. True. Like, yes. And I think there's a the energy. Like, I think there's so much with kids to the energy. Like, we approach these things with, you know? Okay. If you have the energy that, like, without your hair extensions, mm-hmm. you just feel like complete shit. Do you know what I mean? I, mean, I don't gotten, think that's true. Well, I know, but I've gotten kind of attached to them, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I know. I <laughs> you know. You know, it's like, it's sort of like we were talking, I mean, I don't have eyelash extensions right now because of coronavirus. And you and I have talked about the lash extensions before, but like yeah. you start to feel naked without them once you've had them. And so then it's like, and that was another thing they noticed about me is like they'd said to their dad when we first started, you know, integrating our lives together, they were like, she's so pretty. She has the longest lashes. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I know. I think think it's like you have to just own your choices. And like, I honestly feel like so much of this is about like making sure we're in alignment with ourselves. You know what I mean? And that you feel good and are on your path and you're feeling whole. And like, they will sense that whether you have eyelash extensions on or not. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's it, it, it I think it it has more to do with that than like you know just making sure you're living true to yourself like they will see that well and it's interesting I, I, like maybe yeah. you, feel like you need to let your like extensions go for a little bit like <sighs> cash <laughs> <laughs> no okay I mean, that I mean is look, true. I'll give you another personal example for okay me. Like, okay this is something a bridge I haven't crossed okay I have implants right you know right um I mean that's a pretty hardcore like body like image thing. Island. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I've come on the cusp of talking to them about it because Jordan, who's like tiny, mm-hmm. you know, is like, am I going to, you know, have boobs like you and <laughs> God. the girl yeah. with the right doctor. But you I will. <laughs> feel like when we come to it, I just want to be really open with them. I think you, you should. Know, we have yeah. a super open dialogue. And I, maybe that's the best we can do, you know, is just right. to tell them like, yeah, I do feel I did this and this is why, but I still have ambivalence about it, you know, yeah. or I do feel better. I, I like the way I look when, you know, I wear these lashes, but they're expensive, right. you know, and right. I have to pay money. So sometimes I, that part I don't like, and just calling these questions like to the surface do you know what I mean? And yeah, like, that's actually letting huge. the questions and like the struggle of it that like live in the light mm-hmm. rather than just, I don't know. I think discussion around all this stuff is important because I think 
when the time comes with the implants, I'll be able to be honest and be like, I have really mixed feelings about it. Yeah. I was going to say even to your own battle, maybe, because that's sort of what I think what it's really, if I'm being really honest, what it's made me do is start to ask myself why I'm doing these things. You know, it's become, yeah, like it's become such a motorized thing that I do. Like I go to the gym, I get eyelash extensions, I go to the hairstylist, I go get my Botox. I, you know, it's just like all of these things. And truthfully, this pandemic has been one of the major wake up calls for me for that because one, financially, I've been like, wow, I have a lot more money because I'm not doing these things right now. You know, it's so expensive, like you said, but also like I didn't look terrible. I missed my Botox. I'm not going to lie, but like I, I let the lash extensions go for now. And a lot of what I feel is like either being on TV or like putting myself out there on Instagram. It is this pressure that it's like you're comparing yourself to everyone else and you yeah. want to look the best you possibly can. But why? Like what, if, what's not healed inside of me? That's like not able to look at myself through a different lens maybe and be like, but you're beautiful the other way too. You know, like it's just making right. me start to ask myself these questions, I guess. Yeah. And there's like a lot of freedom in that, you know, yeah. I mean, you're in that Instagram, like well, we're like, that's the game you're playing. You know what I mean? That is like the sport of it, you know, but like the same, the, like the way you're saying the pandemic. And I think a lot of people feel this way of like, like giving people space and freedom from their just like, like they're just like knee jerk behaviors and like habits and patterns. Like, I think the kids offer us that same fresh lens. That's true. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's like, there could be an opportunity for there to there's there is a freedom in being like oh maybe I should rethink that looking through it their eyes right. not that you never do it again but you're able to like detach like even a little bit from it right which is like healing for us you know right like it doesn't yeah it doesn't make or break you as much when you start to take a step back from it but I thought about you too because I mean obviously you're married to Dirks and so you have to go to these events that are on TV like award shows you're on red carpets all the time and like that's the same kind of pressure that we talk about like on Instagram and all that stuff and so how do you balance that like how because obviously when you're in the public eye in any sort of way having your picture taken you want to look your best so how do you balance that with like then going home to your children and being a mom. Right. Well, I feel like for, for me, it's, you know how you've been with me on like a lot of those things and you know, those things are like really hard for me. Yeah. And I think part of that is like, um, just in that world and dirts and like the glam thing. I've never really felt like it's that same feeling. You know what I mean? Like I'm just, do you not feel like yourself fully? I don't feel like myself and I just feel like, Oh, that's just, just, I don't, I don't look good. I don't look good. I don't, I don't know how to pose. I don't know how to like, I just, and so it's sort of a little bit of like a, I mean, I hate to say this because I wish it was different, you know, it ends up being like kind of, and so I, for me, it's almost more like my challenge is to show the girls, this can be fun. Like (laughs) be empowered and like get dressed up every once in a while and go, like go to a fancy like event. have a great time yeah. and don't be hard on yourself and don't like so and that's been my challenge so it's yeah. like kind of the reverse in a way because it is hard for me to like see myself in a 
not a positive way, but it's just, you know how it is. I just yeah. feel a lot of pressure. It is a lot of pressure. Um, in, those, in those circumstances. Mm-hmm. And so um, I would hope and wish for them that they could like have more fun with it. Yeah. Than I have. <laughs> yeah. You know. Well, and especially if it takes away, it's like, it's not the every day. You just have like a normal life and then it's like, and then you go do this fun activity. That's a good way to look at it. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, like it's like the idea of um, another person who's like, in terms of like the kids and stuff who's been like, and and honestly just in life that I love is this person called Dr. Shafali. Um, That's her first name. Her last name is like, she never really uses it, but she wrote this book called The Conscious parent okay um and it's really good but she also does other stuff just about life but it's like you play with these things you know what i mean you know you're entering in in culture you know like these like the award shows or the glam or the instagram but you're like aware of your separation from it you know what i mean so you're not like so enslaved to it if that makes sense it's like it does make sense just completely being able to separate yourself from it we're not gonna like I mean, what are we going to do? Like, stop doing beauty stuff? Am I not well, going to? I mean, another thing for me is aging. Like, aging I'm aging. Hard. I'm in my mid-40s. Right. And I have, I, like, one of the moments, sort of like with Evie, but, like, this is more recent, was, I probably told you this because it was, in some ways it was really funny. Um, but Jordan started crying in the car. She started, started sobbing. Oh, and <laughs> she wouldn't tell me why. Yeah. And she finally, I was, like, begging her to tell me what is wrong. And she told me this is because I look I'm I look old and so I'm harsh. getting old. <laughs> uh, it is like the ego. Of course. You know, I'm doing quite a bit to right. not to have someone say that to me. Which one is when I know she's being completely truthful. Of course she know? is. They don't have a filter. But like here I am in this moment where it's like how am I going to react to this idea of old? What did you or say? Old. Um, I well, I was like, okay, you know, <laughs> I, I said, all right, like, what, like, what specifically is like, is it about me, like, that's making you feel like I look old? And she's like, your face. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like bomb after bomb. <laughs> And I think I was like, you know, I am, I, I'm getting older. Like, okay, I just didn't, I, I didn't want to be like offended or show it. You right. know, I mean, how much did you think about it the days following after though? Well, I was just like, I would have I mean, been in I the mirror, like laugh. calling my doctor. And, I, <laughs> and I, I really feel like they're helping me. Like, and I think honestly, all this stuff, like, it does in some ways weird ways it gets easier like as as I get older I'm just really? you know I feel I mean yeah it's scary and you're like ugh and I'm not like not gonna but you know it's like yeah I am I guess I am and I I'm, I'm it's you got to know. show it's, how you can gracefully okay. do that yeah, yeah. And, and, like I think that, that is a huge like role for me right now it's how right. I embrace that um and how they witness that well, it's sort so, of I mean, like I'm, you said, you know, you can't just stop these beauty routines. And I'll tell you the truth. Like when I was, when I first like reached out to you about just even like, I need help with this. Like I literally yeah. in my head was like, I have to stop Botox. I need to get rid of the lashes. I got to get rid of the extensions. Like I go so black and white with it. And okay. 
Kelly, Kelly, baby steps. Baby steps. I know. But this is how I do life. I'm very like, wait, what? No, I got to stop. And then I'm like, wait, but then I'll feel bad. Like I need to either, you know, ease into it, like you're saying, or just like kind of embrace and maybe be honest about some of the things and then some of them be honest about how I I feel. Really looking for you, like, like what you said. Like, yeah. What are you actually questioning and going, I don't actually really need to do this. I'm just this yeah. knee jerk. Yeah. And that may not be everything. You're like, no, I really love this. And and just that like little shifts. Oh my God. Well, when I got be- Botox after three months of isolation, <laughs> I felt better. Like I truly, yeah, yeah. I just felt like I was looking tired. And so like, I can't say that it didn't make me just feel a little bit better about waking up every morning and I know you know that's just one of the things I'm not ready to let go of completely and that's like why millions and millions of people do it and I don't think this is about right or wrong I really don't but I think it's about constantly just like reflecting that's what the kids help us do on like why am I doing this you know yeah when am I getting out of this is this good for me do I really need this all of these and that's what I mean when I'm like trying to bring up the questions with my kids so they like learn that muscle, you know, right. Of asking the questions of having like the critical voice Mm. when culture and everything's saying, or even their mom is saying, you got to do this. You got to do this. You need to do this. You know, like I think I mentioned to you, like one of my like personal triggers from like growing up is like, I have really thick, dark hair, you know, like, I have a lot, like quite a bit of hair. Like this is like I grew up before laser, which is like oh, yeah. life life changing. You yeah. know. <laughs> um but like uh, you know, unibrow, like right. Like I am entering, you know, a t- like almost twelve year old with like the exact same hair that I have, which now I'm actually like thankful for, of you know. Of course. Um, but like people making comments to her and like I, you know, dealing with like waxing or tweezing or you know what I mean like her and like eyebrows that. and stuff yeah right and it's and, and also having to like do something painful mm. to you Make know and to me. Yeah. and I felt myself going I think you should just wax you know she's getting comments comments hurt her feelings but I'm put. I'm pushing her in that direction, and meanwhile, Ugh. Jordan's going. I love her uni brow. Leave her alone. <laughs> <laughs> and she's all like pumping her fist, like you know, she's yeah. fine the way she is. And but I did push it, and I don't know whether. And we did it, and it she hurt, it. you know. And and then she, and so I'm like, I'm pushing her in this. Yeah beauty this direction of like cultural beauty norms beauty is pain While kind also of mindset wanting her to fight against them so it's mm-hmm. like a completely there is so much hypocrisy yeah in all of it but well and it's interesting that that was something that is a trigger for you from your childhood too and so it's like it is, I totally. mean, in some ways, it's making you face that again, too. But I wonder if there's other things that you're like, oh, that's not a big deal because it wasn't something that you struggled with. You know, like I'm asked, I'm having to ask myself that stuff, too. And like my boyfriend is so natural and he, of course, is so protective of his little girls in that capacity. Right. And yeah. so like I don't, it's like and I know your boyfriend. Yes. Kids, you know, <laughs> and they're in that like beautiful oh, they're wild so face. beautiful oh yeah. yeah like that and that complete and that like embodiment of just like 
they don't need anything yes exactly but i think what the way that like the other like component of this is like what you said like the the male figure in their life how do they Mm -hmm. talk about women how do they like what are their expectations what do they witness you know what i mean in terms of well, that's how been an they interest- talk about beauty. And- of course. But like he likes yeah. me in tight jeans, you know, like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's interesting yeah. to, to I've asked him this too lately because it's like he would probably say, you know, he likes he likes me natural, too. But like, actually, I think he likes me natural better. But like, yeah, when I'm done up, of course, he's like, you're beautiful. And, you know, the clothes I'm wearing are sometimes tight or something. And so I'm like, you have to think about like what you think about me is like what someone's going to think about your daughters one day. And like, what do you like? Those messages are extremely important. And he literally said the other day is like, he's like, it is interesting. Cause I just think of it totally differently. He's like, I think right. of you as one thing and them as another, you know? And I'm like, yeah, but right. dude, what, how do you think my dad thinks about me? Like, it's just, it's just yeah. an interesting thing to think about you know I'm sure Dirks loves you on the red carpet all done up and all this stuff but he wants his little girls just running around wild and free right yeah exactly well I, I mean I think same as uh your boyfriend yeah uh Dirks also I mean I'm, I feel lucky that he does it like there's not I don't feel that pressure right like he loves you now I think I would crumble oh me too I know like, like in my house if I felt that pressure <laughs> me too um like to have my nails done all the time or something i know i think we talked about that like yeah i mean it's just yeah like there is like a freedom here and hopefully the girls feel that but i mean i don't i like one of my big fears is like the social media thing you know because i'm don't participate in it very much and they're already like watching all this tiktok stuff Mm -hmm. you know I'm literally straddling a world where they're like making like clay gnomes and are so pumped about it. And then on the other <laughs> hand, they're like, like completely enamored with TikTok. And I don't even know what they're watching, but I think there's a lot of adult sort of. Yeah. Like dances and the way and, people you know, dress. I mean, even my son knows like duck face. <laughs> <laughs> Knocks can like just go. Just all of it. You uh. know, it's. And none of us grew up that way. So I think it's such a hard thing to navigate because I, I mean, I, as an adult really struggle sometimes with the comparison and like needing to get the likes and all of these things. And I'm 37 yeah. years old, like right. the fact, With like a fully developed brain, completely. which is like huge, you know, that doesn't even yes. happen until you're like 25, right? you know? Like, I just think it could, I, it worries me a lot. And I'm not trying to be like that person, you yeah. know, because I know there's like positives to it as well, but I'm the same. Like, it's part of why I don't do it because it like makes me feel weird and, and vaguely bad sometimes, you know, right. in my experiences with it. But for their little brains, you know, I'm, I don't know. I just don't. The likes. I mean, I have. We just saw um, Evie showed us one of her friends' Instagram. I mean, again, they're only like eleven. Mm-hmm. It looked like curated. It was almost like professional looking and like a blogger. We like, yeah, yeah, it's a little like a curated we're like feed. the perfection. Mm-hmm. I mean, Dirk was like, why does everything have to be so perfect? Yeah. Um. But this that's this is the world we live in. So I guess we just have to like give them 
just as long as they have the tools to like challenge challenge yeah. it, even if they're participating in it you know well, to even, even just that. be able to go you know what this is actually bullshit yes i was gonna say even that conversation of why does everything have to be so perfect like we know that's not real life and t- right. like my parents i will say um from a pretty early age always taught me like the comparing the insides and outsides so although I still do it I'll catch myself quicker maybe than some other people and go I know that's not really true (laughs) for them you know like it's like I can go deep into it for a while and then I can kind of talk myself out of it like we know reality their reality probably looks a lot like my reality and we just all make it look a certain way on social media right right exactly for body image and beauty and all of it completely and it's like those conversations like with the girls mm-hmm. help develop that inner conversation you know yeah and that inner dialogue for later yeah I loved what you said so, about the critical voice versus like the real voice and knowing starting to decipher between that within your own brain yeah yeah exactly like even like with the hair like the mm-hmm. shaving of the legs and the mm-hmm. waxing and it's like, well, why is hair so bad on women? Right. Like, it's like not a big deal on men. I mean, we had that conversation and I'm like, it's bullshit. I probably said that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> guys, like bullshit alert, you know, yeah, yeah. that doesn't mean like you have, you're going to go around and like never do your eyebrows. Like you most likely are, mm-hmm. but let's not like, let's at least examine it, you know? Okay. Um, and I have like a cousin who is more like, I mean, she's like actually this is like creative, beautiful actress, but she's a girl, but she like never shaved her arms. Yeah. And I love that, you know, yeah. I like to point to that and be like, she, you know, she's a lot younger than me, but it's like, look, she's making a different choice. Like she made a choice for her. Right. Like find you know? your and own I think identity. There's more examples of that in culture. Yeah. I'm kind of hoping that like maybe they're entering a time where there's more individuality and mm-hmm. range. Are you feeling that? Like being in this world? Like I do feel honestly in 2020 with all of us kind of going through this collective, whatever this is together, yeah. it's made everybody have to stop. And so I don't really know yet what's going to completely stick, but I do feel that there's been some shifts and I know my mindset and a lot of my friends' mindsets just about what's actually important, what like yeah. moving forward we actually want to take with us and what we want to leave behind. And I think some of those messages are part of that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. So and like change, I, change is so much slower than we yeah. want it to be. Yeah. But you can like, you can kind of you get glimpses of it, you Uh know? I think so. I mean, and even with all of the just equality for everyone, like those conversations happening, they're happening on such a bigger scale than I think they ever have. And so I don't know. I I definitely know that that we've had to have those conversations too. And like, that's great to me to start talking about that at such a young age with kids, you know, so that it's just a part of their natural life versus what we grew up with. So, yeah. For sure. Do you have any other like resources that you, you go to when you're, I don't know, trying to figure out how to navigate all this stuff? I would just say that book I mentioned, which is kind of old, but uh-huh. reviving Ophelia, but the newer like teenage girl Bible. 
um, is called Untangled. Okay. Um, and it's like seven transitions into adulthood, and she's amazing. Her name's Lisa Damore. Okay. It's D-A-M-O-U-R. And then I think, like, Dr. Shafali has been, like, the big, the conscious parent. Um, I mean, she really just is, like, this philosophy. Your kids are here to, like, grow you up. It's so, I and mean, they're I your so ultimate see teachers. That. Yes. And if you use that as your guide, like, anything that comes up with the kids, like, what is this about me, <laughs> you know, it's that all, I'm ugh. looking to heal? And it's, it's really, it's a total like paradigm shift. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's amazing. And so she's been really, um, had a huge effect on the way I've like approached parenting or try to. Mm-hmm. You need to look into <laughs> that one. <laughs> tried, tried to. Tried to, right? <laughs> on your good days. Doing the best we can over here. Yeah, I think we all are. <laughs> <laughs> oh well this is very helpful to me thank you for talking well, to me I'm about it missing you and uh, you love you i love you too let's, let's talk soon okay, okay. <laughs> hang in there okay bye bye this is kelly henderson and you've been listening to the velvet's edge podcast i truly believe that every one of us has a little velvet and a little edge So it's so important to remember that to be strong, you must be soft too. Thank you so much for sharing in those stories with me. You can follow Velvet's Edge on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, as well as velvetsedge.com. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join me every Wednesday for more conversations on lifestyle, beauty, and relationships. Thanks for listening.